Welcome to another episode of Ruminations of Red Rum. Today, I will be your host, the Phantom Menace himself, Ghost of Ian, Danny Phantom. Man, if my name was Danny, I think I would roll with that, but I, I think that's yeah. that stops stops here. Um, Ian, two E's. And joining me, virtually, to my left, we have... The superhero, the life saver, defending like the defenseman of probably New York. What, what, what was it? Los Angeles, maybe New York. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic himself. Brendan. Hi. How are you doing? I am okay. How are you doing? All right. You weren't supposed to answer that um, so quick. Um, what's going on in your life? What's, uh, what's new? Uh, well, Way to steal my questions. It, <laughs> okay. it's, uh, it's How's your to, health? Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you what go. do you want me to answer first? Uh, my health seems to be okay. Uh, bones still aching, you know, getting up there. I turn 29 next month and I'm really feeling it in all my joints. Uh, the other question was something that I don't remember. Probably didn't. Probably didn't care. Um, probably doesn't matter. Um, also joining us to my virtual right. That was quick. What? <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. He writes with a number two pencil, but he's number one in our hearts. The slick back Cadillac, the number 14th doctor himself, Kyle, with a K. Hi. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the intro so quick because Brennan didn't talk much. <laughs> Oh, oh he, he moved on he, he pretty quick. It caught me off guard. <laughs> um, I'm doing great. Uh, I finally watched Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring with Dom. She's never seen it. Oh, okay. Um, wait, what were you going to say? Or, you were oh, tripping me up. I thought it was the first time you've seen oh, Lord of the Rings. No, I'm like, come on, I had conversations about this. It's the best trilogy ever made. Um, this is true. I got the 4K um pack that they have out and the restoration on that shit is fucking amazing that that movie is just so goddamn good timeless uh best jewels you ever made but let's not talk about that because that, that's not horror that is fact. um that is fact though dom did laugh at a part in lord of the rings and i almost got up and started like throwing bows um she laughed at the part where gandalf and sauron got in the the, the battle with their oh and they're falling down the thing and, and they're just like throwing like the force waves at each other and they're yeah. oh yeah. they're on top of the tower right no no no, no. they're they're in the room like when he first exposes oh, yeah, 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 yeah. around. and dude she 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 laughed and i looked at her and i was like you better watch the next thing you say <laughs> <laughs> and then we continued on she Damn, bro, that's a pretty epic moment um very epic moment she needs to fucking grow up um but uh scream five Watched again. Scream six. Watched for the first time. I finished my scream. I scream. Watch through. I love it. I love those movies. They're awesome. Um, I don't have much to say. Brennan, what did you do this week? <laughs> uh, well, that that's a lot different from the conversation I thought we were going to have about it. Okay, look, um, look, look, look. You ranked when the entire watching, scream okay, series. I did rank the scream series. Scream six. When I was watching it, I was harder on it in my head than after um the viewing and had a little more, more time to think about it look i thought the return of kirby was cool i thought that her being introduced as fbi was fucking goofy as hell um i didn't get 
Like I didn't, it would, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. And Brennan talked to me. Well, I, I can understand how that would kind of feel like shoehorned in a little yeah, bit. And initially definitely. I did feel that way, but as her character progresses in the film and how that's kind of used to, um, to raise suspicion about what her motives are, um, when, uh, I, I don't want to say too much without going into it. Um, I think that that's kind of the perfect character arc for her because she was traumatized as a child, whereas Sydney used the trauma that she gets from from these killings to um, to kind of become a fucking. Even though she goes into hiding, she becomes a badass. She does the uh, the therapy support lines for people that that need help. So that shows how one person handles it. Gail handles it by um, by. Uh, financially succeeding off of it and Kirby decides that she will follow a life of of uh of trying to become someone who can stop crime in case things like this happen so i i can understand how it feels forced and weird but i like the direction that they took her character in sure you, you didn't let me finish so <laughs> So, um, to your point, to your point, so, so we'll go, so we'll, we'll add on that. So I thought it was goofy as hell. And, um, let me just say, and I hate people that boast about this, especially when it's not true sometimes, but I, I'm really not lying. No cap. When I say this right now, I guess the killer within the first 15 minutes of the movie. Now, I won't spoil if there's multiple killers or whatever, but I will say that um, there's a killer, and I guessed who that was. Literally, I called it within the first 15 minutes. So I wasn't really too hung up on the suspense of of all the red herrings and trying to guess who it was, because I already... I, like, I was set from the beginning. There was another individual that I was kind of weary about, but the, there was one I was, like, almost certain, and it turned out to be right. Um, and then the ending with the, I'll say the kill box of sorts, that, that setting, I thought was goofy as hell as well. I thought it was, oh, so, thought it was so cheesy dope. and weird, but I was taking a shower as one does, right? I was letting the hair get all wet, the water just flow down my beautiful body. And I was thinking to myself, the Scream series is kind of goofy, right? It's like it has its moments. It's it takes itself seriously, but at the same time, it it has fun with the ideas and the concept of what they're of the world they're trying to create, right? So I think back to like Scream Three, which is probably the goofiest in all of them, and that's like my favorite one. And that one's like really far out there. I I think my major hang up with Scream Five and Six is and this may sound like just an old guard perspective, but like I just can't get into the cast as much as I did with the original uh, cast, and that is, I think, just a me thing, um, or like you know, no, like a preference. No, I, 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 I would say that I've had a harder time appreciating this new cast as much. Yeah, and it's not because the the acting is bad or anything. I don't think like they're all great actors, minus you know, I won't say her name again, but. They're all great actors and actresses. It's just, I just, I don't know. I can't feel invested with these characters for some reason, even though I like what's happening around them. Mm -hmm. And um, I will say that with Scream 6, my main problem, and this is the last thing I'll say because this is going on way too long, but um, 
I don't like how the deaths don't have weight to them anymore or lack of deaths don't have weight to them anymore. I feel like everybody gets brutally attacked to the point of like there's no way they could survive and everybody just survives. Like there's no deaths anymore. I like, I think a, a lot of the deaths in 5 and 6 are people that are tangentially related to our main characters even though they make what? the statement in 5 and 6 that everyone's up for grabs. Not everyone's up for grabs. 5 doesn't have that problem as much, but I'm saying in 6 specifically mm-hmm. Like the people that sh- like, there's a guy that gets stabbed maybe 27 times in the yeah. chest. <laughs> no one survives that, but in this universe, they survive that. And I'm just like, there's no way they would even be talking after 27 stabs to the chest. But you know, whatever. It's a movie. But they're the core four. Ex- they're the core four. It's <laughs> you, you know, it's it's fun. And I actually really uh, like I'm just really glad those fucking movies exist. And um, I want to own all of them. I hope they bring all of them to 4K um, eventually. But yeah, that's it. Sorry, that's my long rant about my screen watch. But you know what, Ian? Here's the thing, right? I never get my fucking, you know, weekly wrecks, right? I get so I have to like have this one. Is like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like five weeks of buildup for yeah. like one weekly wreck. You know what I'm saying? So I got to take my time. I got to talk about my movie. It's it's not like you watched 85 Godzilla movies and then put every and, single one of them on Letterboxd, making my phone go fucking crazy for four hours. Yeah, or like... W- <laughs> I mean, I did like get a lot here. of followers from it's that. It's not like I'm oh, sitting okay. here uh, watching 15 movies and logging them on Letterboxd in one week, and then when we asked, uh, what's your weekly rec? You say one, and you're like, yeah, it was pretty good. And then that was it. You know what I mean? Like, had, had good characters. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, dude. Anyway, um, Ian, how you doing, man? Uh, thanks for the intro, Kyle. <laughs> I am doing pretty fine. I'm a little discombobulated. My head feels a little heavy, a little, little, lot of pressure going on there right now for some reason. It might be a tumor, um, but we're just chilling. Uh, I did watch... Um, I'm going through the Godzilla series, all 37 movies, scene 11, yada, yada, yada. Um, But the big thing that I want to do or want to go over is the Dungeons and Dragons movie that I watched. Yeah, dude, I totally Um, forgot about that. Talk to me. No one mentioned that I gave it a 10 out of 10, which is a little surprising. You guys give me shit for literally every rating that I post. But that um, looks like it deserves it. It looks I just like feel like I feel like um, you were expecting for us to be like, <gasps> and I was like, you know, what? I'm not good at giving that kind of attention. So I just want to hear him talk about it. Like, yeah. I didn't want to I, I didn't want your, you know, mediocre discord reply. Like, I yeah. wanted to hear you talk about it. So thank you. Yeah. Good. And it was phenomenal. Uh, it's a great time overall. Um, the story's really fun. The characters are really fun. The comedy is awesome. Uh, the action, surprisingly, really well done. Um, there's some cool, like, martial arts. There's, uh, like, every character um, from D&D, like, the the character that they pick, like, has their own shine to it. And it's uh, it's really cool to see. And I think you would like this um film even if you're not a dungeons and dragons player or fan of that um game uh it's just a really fun time overall like and the 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 acting was great i I really can't think of any negative things to say about this movie it was just a really great watch and i had a lot of fun even though i went by myself uh super lonely no one would go with me even though kyle Promised me four weeks in a row. Um, I just, you know, I, get, I gave in and I went by myself and it was a great time. I still had a really fun time. 
And I had that moment when I leave Galaxy Theater, like the, as soon as I leave the doors and the sun hits me, I just like... It's like a post-not clarity, dude. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I'm in, a, it, I'm in a different world. Yeah, no, I got that. Yeah. It's like my head was all cloudy and then boom, the sun finally shines. It's an amazing feeling and that uh, it really, it rarely happens. And when it does, it's a magical moment. And this movie is magical. Any questions? No, nah, I'm just happy for you. I, I, you, you said that the, the comedy is kind of perfect in it. And from what I could see from the trailer and the reactions that I've heard from people is that it's, it's not like the comedy doesn't take away from it. Like they're not making fun of Dungeons and Dragons, which it kind of seemed like it might've been doing. Um, but what I appreciate is like the amount of smaller comedians that agreed to come in and do like uh, Matt Barry from what we do in the shadows. Uh, mm -hmm. He lends his voice as a groan for one of the corpses. And I think yes. I, I oh think uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Brody from the Australian sketch group Anti Donna. Um, he also loaned or he he gave his voice as like when the the corpse that they question in the cemetery where they ask him three questions. Mm -hmm. He uh, he did one of the nose, like like just like the small things like having these people that are very big in the comedy scene in this movie. It's just kind of like it's cool to see because like when I was in middle school and high school D&D was not cool and yeah. when I played it it was like not cool and now like I'm glad that it's having this resurgence of of like it's becoming something in the zeitgeist that people are like oh you play D&D that's dope you know normalization dude yeah, yeah. I, I think it's all due to um like celebrity big celebrities coming out and saying that they play D&D like Vin Diesel he's huge massive massive D&D fan and he's just coming out openly and saying, yeah, it was it was my life. Um, even when I was like making movies, like it, I still love D&D. Sarah Michelle Geller um, from I know what you did last summer, Scooby-Doo, all that. And uh, Freddie Prince Jr., they're married. Uh, they have a YouTube channel and a podcast where they bring celebrities to their house and they play Dungeons yes. and Dragons at their house. Like they're huge Dungeons and Dragons fans. Like, fucking, huge. Fucking, like they play tabletop. Like, like they brought Macaulay Culkin. On one of their episodes, and they just sat there and played Dungeons and Dragons. Like it was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, and then like people like Henry Cavill that are like super into Warhammer. Oh um, yeah, he, like yeah. he talks about it like religiously. Like he, that's like his favorite thing. Yeah, it's his favorite um, thing of all time. Yeah, but, and that dude from Vamp Vampire Diaries um, or True I, Blood. Sorry, True uh, Blood. Joe Manganiello. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah he's a man. This kind of fan. falls back to the conversation um, I brought up on the Perfect Blue episode, where like back when I was like really in anime, it was more niche. Like mm -hmm. you, like it wasn't everywhere. Like it wasn't on t-shirts and sweatshirts and target and fucking, you know what I mean? Like now there was no tsunami. There was no, well, there was, but like not, <laughs> it's just a different time. It's cool. It's okay. like, I'm glad that more things like this are, are being accepted as like just what people are into. I feel like even when tsunami was out, it still wasn't as anime wasn't as popular as it is today no like, not, not at nearly all as possible. not at all not at all i would i would get pissed when adult swim would end and toonami would start yeah like, like cowboy bebop was still considered niche and now it's like oh you like cowboy bebop that's so fucking generic it's so generic. <laughs> like no dude it wasn't it's back like then. Everyone cowboy it was bebop. amazing back then though it was niche back then Trust <laughs> my my favorite <laughs> anime got canceled yeah, exactly. after three episodes and it's been seen by 55 people <laughs> yeah it's like uh, different time for the good or bad i guess yeah. So I'm glad I got that out of my system.
and I'm glad we are done with it. intros and we get to talk about this 1987 animated film, Wicked City, directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. This is the first film we are covering by him, hopefully not the last. Um, it is not his most popular film, which is usually what we do with these directors, even though he has a pretty small um, filmography, I would say. But what he does have are just are just bangers. He, he can just I, puts can I ask you why you picked this over Vampire D Bloodlust? So this was one of the earlier movies that I've seen of his. And this movie kind of gave me the starting point of like what I thought Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, Bloodlust was going to be. Like seeing this, I saw the potential of what that movie was going to be and what he was going to do with that character. So I was pretty amazed. And it, 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 Bloodlust did not let me down. That was, that's a fantastic film. But um, we are going to go into uh, where did you watch it? What did you think about the movie? And what did you add it to your collection? I'm going to go with the person who I think hates this movie, Brendan. Mr. Fantastic can go first. Uh, um, okay, <laughs> I love the silence, baby. Uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip this, Kyle. You know what I'm skipping. Uh, Unless you wait, 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 wait. should we go into fear facts? I did write one. Fear facts. Oh, you know, despite before our jaunty little Discord conversation, I was very happy with what I wrote, and now that we're all having a good time, I feel kind of bad about this. But I'm just gonna go for it. Right, go ahead and shoot um, on this movie. I expect it. Yoshiaki Kawajira was born in Japan November 18, 1950, just five years after America dropped two of the largest bombs ever on uh, Nagasaki in Hiroshima. After high school, he would go on to work at Mushi Production Studios until it closed in 1972. From there, he would go on to be one of four co-founders of Madhouse, who created such uh, iconic animes as Death Note and Devil May Cry which I didn't know was an anime, so that's pretty cool. Um, his feature debut was uh, brilliantly titled Lensman, Secret of the Lens. Um, uh, after, after he created a segment for, I, I think it was a movie, called uh, Neo Tokyo, um, he was asked to make a 35-minute film based on Hideyuki... Kyle, you know, the guy who made the manga for... The movie we're gonna watch, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, I I wrote I very badly wrote his name down, and I'm having trouble reading it. Um, producers, uh, which uh, the person who wrote the Wicked City that this yes. was based on, yeah. um, producers liked his 35 minute short so much he was then asked to make it into a feature version. Uh, Wicked City would uh, release to generally positive success, but would then go on to justifiably be criticized for his needlessly visual rape and misogyny. In fact, from what I could find, not a single film by this writer-director passes the Bechdel test. Uh, Despite his hatred of women, he would go on to have an illustrious and successful career. He actually hates women? Like, is that a fact? Uh, Did you not watch this movie? Women are good for nothing. 
besides raping and then carrying a baby. That, that That is what this woman fucking gets for making it all the way through this movie. You know what she gets? She gets to carry his baby. Carry his baby, and he's like, nah, I don't love you, though. Yeah, and then he fucking <laughs> leaves. He, <laughs> then he leaves, fucking yeah. leaves. <laughs> fucking bounces on her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I didn't like this movie. This movie pissed me off so much. And you know why? It all started because I had to watch it on fucking Tubi, okay? <laughs> yeah, I tried to look it up to see if it was a... Uh... The first thing I did was I tried to look it up to see if I could rent it on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, anywhere. It's not rentable anywhere. I will not buy it. Next. Kyle. Well, hold on. That was just a fear fax. Let's, let's go ahead. I, where'd you watch it? Okay, you said Tubi. 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 Yeah, um, talk to me about the movie. Talk to me about it's, the movie, Brendan. I'm sure this is something that we're going to get into, but so set, set aside the... Full um, thoughts. Full set, thoughts. Setting aside the... Um, six, seven rape scenes, um, which were all shot, which were all animated way more beautifully than the consensual sex scenes that were in this movie, which there were quite a few of. Um, the story is just like nothing. This man is placed with this woman and given a fake job just so they'll fucking have a baby that'll save the world or start a new world. Yeah, like, just come up to these two people and say, hey, if you two have this baby with your race and her race, it will create um, the start of life for a new, much more better world. That's all you got to say. Like, why do all of this needless shit? You know how many times this woman had to get rid? <laughs> they specifically put this whole plot together to get these two together. That woman was raped six fucking times. Six times. <laughs> That's that's all I got. I... No, that's fine. Yeah. And Kyle, where'd you watch it? Would you buy it? Thoughts? Um, I watched it on Tubi, unfortunately. And um, what? I, let's start with would I buy it? Yes, I think I would. Um, uh, but here's the thing: uh, this movie has a lot of wasted potential, and I think a lot of it revolves around the plot being paper thin and really sexually explicit for no story advancement whatsoever i it kind of reminds me of this youtube video i watched of this uh, man who lives in japan and he hasn't left his house in like 10 years he's like a hermit um he was able to work from home most of his life because he he um was an artist for manga and anime and at the time, in his early 20s, which was like, or early 20s, late 30s, I can't remember exactly, but it was around this period. It was around the late 80s, early 90s. Um, the only time he could really get work was for hentai or like very sexually explicit stuff, and he hated doing it, but it was the only thing that made them money. Mm -hmm. And I get those vibes from this, from this movie, is like, it's made for the Japanese demographic that's just very into sexually explicit content and just just for the fact of it being sexually explicit not because it like pushes the needle forward or evolves the story in any meaningful way it's just kind of there to be there um but i think that this movie has a lot going for it um the cinematographer is Kanishi Ishikawa, and I'm a really big fan of his work, specifically in the 1990 um, series Record of Lotus War, which is one of my favorite um, anime series of all time. I fucking think that thing is beautiful. And 
the animation in this is fucking gorgeous, I think, personally. I think this is like some of my favorite animation, especially for its age. It is aged super fucking well. And I love the color palette and the art direction in this film. Um, I think it's a very flashy movie. I think it's a very pretty movie. I just think what kind of disappointed me most about this film was the lack of story, pro- meaningful story progression and, and meaningful character development. Like, I don't feel like anything was really, like, I wasn't into any of the characters. I wasn't rooting for anybody. And as far as, like, the plot advancement, this whole peace treaty that they're talking about, I mean, the only thing that I feel like these demons and shit want to do is fuck. So, like, they're not trying to kill. They're not trying to, like... I mean, I guess they are. Like, they don't care about killing or leaving victims behind. But, like, the peace that they're trying to keep is from, like, them just fucking everything. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, I guess. Um, This movie... Oh, man. There's so many, like, Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust-esque things in it. Like, the flashing of the action moments... And even some of the monster designs, specifically the guys with the rib cage that opens up and gets caught in the fence. And like that whole thing was so cool. A lot of the combat is really, really like well drawn and put together. But I don't think this movie is is as good as it can be. I just I I don't like the movie that much, but I almost want to own it just so because there's a lot of stuff I appreciate about it. but. It's uh, th- that's the end of my rant. Ian, what do you think about the movie? So I watched this on Tubi. Hashtag legal. Um, Tubi sponsor us. Um, use our code for the free website. Yeah, use our code <laughs> for the free website. <laughs> um, you'll only get Tide Pod ads during yeah. your movies um, in the worst way possible. Um, so I. Real, I already own it. I own the VHS. Um, I actually bought that when I bought the VHS for Kyle um, for Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. I saw both of them and I was like, damn, one's for him, one's for me. Little cute thing, little cute sentiment, you know. Um, I love this director. I love, love, love his art style. His, It's probably my favorite animation art style. And I look at this movie just as a piece of art. Like, uh, Take the it's the plot super paper thin. It's I mean it's practically what they just did during this time. It's boy saves girl, boy saves the world, end of the movie. That's that's pretty much it. Um, and I can't really. It's not that I can't hold that against it for being of the time because I mean obviously people weren't dumb back then. You can't like blame that on the, the stupid plot on you know that um but no i just love the art there's so many um great animated moments in this film um that i just it's so visually pleasing that i can just forget everything bad about it you know if that makes sense um since we're already talking about the uh art style we already got Kyle's point of view on it he likes it quite a bit brendan I know you don't like the the story. Take that out of it. What do you think about the art style, the animation, character design, monster design? Um, and if you have a favorite monster, I don't have a favorite monster. Um, 
the the animation was was cool um one of the consistent things that i was reading when i was getting my uh fear facts stuff together was a lot of the criticism that i've seen towards this film was calling it amateurish animation um yeah i i don't know because i i thought the animation i I calling it what sorry amateurish Hmm. yeah which i i i don't get that i haven't seen enough anime for me to so i i can't weigh in on that whatsoever um i thought it looked fine um i thought it was interesting how the one female villain uh her vagina was her weapon which yeah, I think was some, which was some webs out of her veiled pussy. attempt at them making some sort of social commentary about like pussy power, but then she gets raped by a bolt of lightning and dies. So like, there it is. There's more rape again. There's more rape. She got raped by the lightning. Kyle with a K. No, no, I didn't have a question. Oh, you raised your hand. Um. Okay, more a lot of rape, a lot of rape. Um, so there were a lot of films back in this time that were just absurd to be absurd. Like uh, me and Kyle were at the comic book store the other day, and I pointed out a film series um, to the guy, to the to the cashier, or whatever um, the dude running the store, and it was it was of a like erotic, weird, sexually driven like anime. And the dude this was movie's not erotic. This movie's not erotic. Can you elaborate? Well, it, uh, you, if you want to consider rape... Or, Kyle, what did I text you? I said, Ian will describe this movie as erotic. You did. <laughs> yeah, you did. The, to, there's a difference. There's no sex. Or, or, okay, there's one scene of sex in this movie. And then there's seven scenes of rape. I, you can not say that this film is erotic i'm sorry that's that's i'm not trying to be a dick but that to me is just what's the difference this film as erotic like like what's the difference though like why like why can't you call it erotic because it's rape (laughs) again i'm not i'm not trying to be a dick but i think that there just has to be this like this this like i know you're i know you're not saying that it turned you on no, obviously okay. not. Yeah, okay, yeah. No. Which is <laughs> none which, of this movie turned me no, on, especially okay. the the spider pussy. You know, that that didn't turn me on. Anything. Nothing about this movie turned me on. Well, I will say when I when they were driving through that tunnel and those webs started to like, yeah, like come, dude. Cover I thought that was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, I, 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 I did like yeah, that. Yeah. I did like that. That was cool. Um I'm backing off. I'm sorry. I'm being too harsh. I don't think you're being too harsh, dude. I mean you're just there is like I don't understand the whole like all like i don't understand the insertion no pun intended of all the rape scenes you know what i mean like i don't get it either though that's why i'm trying to ask you to clarify because i want to know your opinion on it because to me i think that like i don't know how any of this rape stuff advances the story like i don't know what the motive is of like what what is the end game of this other world right like why are they here and why are they just trying to rape everybody you know what i mean like what is like what's the point like what's the motive are you talking to me? You talking to Brandon? I'm talking to anyone. anyone. So yeah. I didn't see pull out a rape like Brendan did. Like, what was the first one? What, do you think the the spider lady was the rape? No, no, that was consensual. That was one of the only consensual. consensual scenes of sex in this movie. The first one would have been the ex boyfriend, right? 
who yeah. made the advances. Yes, and then let's see. Where's the second one? Um, well, I mean, then there's what? the just entire... showing he's a piece of shit so they can well, kill him. Well, there's the entire rape scene where the one girl gets the main girl gets captured by the other guys and they're yeah. just like yeah. running a train on her. And, and then, then and then Giuseppe, because they're they're projecting and her, that. Oh, sorry, and that's her punishment for yeah, going why? against her own race. Right, right. But why is that their form of punishment? Like kill her, take her powers know, away, make her a human. Totally Wait, like like why world, is sex their their punishment though? That's what I want to like, that's why I'm trying to make a connection. Like, why is sex their punishment? Like, okay. Ian, in, in in what reality that we live in right now is sex a punishment? I mean, rape would be a, a punishment, a form of punishment. Who who have you heard in history where somebody's been on trial for murder and they're like, "You're sentenced to one year of rape"? One year of rape. <laughs> like, who this gets, is a who different a like punishment? alien species, Kyle. right? I don't right, know right. But that's what, what I'm uh, saying. I can't really make the correlation with real life and their and this animated film. Like, I, that's what, I think that's what we're trying to say is like, what, like, what is the like? Why are they motivated by that though? Why are they motivated by sex? I guess there doesn't have to be a reason, sure, but that's the problem with the movie is that there is no reason. This is also it, an adaptation of a, a manga or a, a novel, so that's fine. That's true. But so there's also this like if if the humans would have been very much against sex or at least would have taken a stronger stance on it, I think the delineation of the aliens versus the humans would have been a lot more powerful. But the main, the, the second main character that's a human is Giuseppe. He's a sex addicted. Is little... he a human? He's not a human. He, yeah, he is. He's, he's no, definitely not a human. He's not a human. He's like a Walmart like brand years old master Roshi. Yeah. Uh, but he's 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 definitely not a human. I don't think. So. When when the the girl's rape is being projected onto the street, and the main guy's like, "Screw you! I'm going to go save her." He calls her a bimbo. And then says that she deserves it. And then the next scene where all three of them are together, she gets in trouble for getting raped. That wasn't a question. That was just a statement. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't get over it. I think we need to move past this. It's okay. getting a little, getting a little much. Um, does anyone have a favorite scene? Favorite favorite scene of animation? Yeah. I I love the part where he gets to the airport before he meets his new um, partner, yes. the main girl. And that, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, so that fight scene I think is really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And when that guy's rib cage gets like broken out of him, and uh, it, it's just really cool animation. I, I I really enjoyed that fight scene. I also enjoyed the fight scene of the uh, like the caretaker of the hotel. I thought he yeah. was like a very cool character. I wanted to see more of him. Um, he was kind of like the the what's his name he just passed away actually um in john wick the caretaker of the hotel oh oh uh, lance reddick yeah, yeah he's kind of like the lance reddick of the hotel he like this very like underground establishment that has like you know a protection field for these you know otherworldly creatures and stuff i think it was like a neat idea and i thought that whole fight scene was also really cool and he had I, that cool like chain weapon like uh yeah. Kropika from hunter hunter which is yeah. pretty cool uh kyle kind of piggybacking off what you said i i like that that hotel fight scene but i even kind of almost like the moment before it even more where they're sitting and they're in, talking in, and the, like the shot of the sorry yeah, go ahead they're well you know no yeah you're exactly right they're sitting they're talking and they're playing chess yes for money in yeah. one thing i wish that they would have 
gone a little bit more in depth with is when what's the main guy's name? I didn't I don't even know his name. Uh, uh the the main guy. Um, he's at the bar, and he owes the bartender money from a bet that he plays. Taki, Taki, that's right. I wrote because I kept writing down Chip, and I was like, chip. "What does Chip mean?" Um, was that the name in English? No, yeah. like the like the Taki chips. Oh, yeah, yeah, Takis. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the yeah. spicy. Yeah, like the um, yeah. and so like they they were building this up as like he has big gambling problems, and you know, uh, he never knows when enough is too enough, and like that kind of would have been cool if that was a little bit more like that's how he got. You know, he owed the he owed someone a shitload of money and they were like okay you go take care of this this alien that's been on my turf he takes care of the alien and then someone from this government organization is like oh shit you did a really good job at that um that's how you know that's how he gets into this um but you know that that the hotel scene i i think that was um because it was just like a nice moment no one was being raped they were just playing chess um (laughs) uh and i i really i really like he was and then, being raped um, um, and then sorry. he loses an arm and he's in talkie's like are you good he's like yep just lost an arm <laughs> I no it was it. his uh synthetic arm oh okay okay that makes more sense yeah that's why I, I thought it was really smart in the scene where he loses it it's all in red so you can't really distinguish that he's mm-hmm. losing his prosthetic you think he's losing his actual arm which is oh, okay cool. um I my I think my favorite thing about this movie is the gun that he wields, which is pretty yeah. freaking epic. It's it looks kind of just like a modified uh revolver, but every time he shoots it, he gets like flown back and he just leaves a dent in like a wall or a fence and it's like it just to show how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. I think that is such a cool weapon. It's kind of like the little cricket from Men in Black. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, and and they do a good job of setting up that gun too, because they don't need to say that this gun is what you need to kill these things. In yeah. the opening scene, Kyle, that you brought up with the with the airplane, we see him pull this weird ass gun out, and it's like, well, I guess you need this type of gun to kill these types of people. And they do. It's like the perfect way of giving you the information without having to say, I have my my alien killer gun right here on me. So I I can appreciate the, the some of the subtleties for that. The that the story was able to to get off hands to kill creatures from the other side. Yeah. It's not even like confirmed to kill them. It's just like a an alien repellent gun, mm. too, which is pretty cool. Um. I like a lot of this animation in the first fight scene with the plane going overhead, the two um, other bodies coming out from the mist. They're all just standing facing each other. That's such a cool moment. And then this whole fight scene just breaks out. And the moment where it's like flashing lights and the monsters coming out of his mouth is really cool. Mm-hmm. And Very then, bloodless. Uh, very bloodless what's her name uh maki uh maki i think her, her name is she like pulls up with the with the nails and then she slices him really cool really cool stuff i also liked the girl melting in the bathroom i thought that was really awesome and then um taki punching through someone's face that was one of my favorite scenes as well i don't i don't I, think i've ever seen that done ever do you I guys almost, have wait, oh, sorry oh no sorry go ahead no, you go. Do you guys have a favorite, uh, a favorite like still shot, 
like that you could remember? Like if you had to pause it on something, like what would, sorry, I know that's a very specific question that you probably weren't thinking about, but like, do you have one? I have one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, when, uh, spider girl and, uh, uh, fuego talkies are getting ready to leave the bar, uh, before spider girl walks out of the bathroom, you see, is it a skin suit on the ground? No, it's the actual girl. Like oh, okay. Body. See, I, I, th- for some reason, I thought it was a skin suit. Saying it back, I, but that shot of like her feet walking out, and you just see like the hand under the stall door or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a that's a cool shot. Yeah, I like the scene in the church. And you took mine. You took yeah, mine. Can I finish the, your sentence? Okay, Can I finish yeah, your yeah. sentence? If it's the same one, is yeah. it the one where the lights shining through the? Actually, yeah. no, maybe not then. Oh, oh, it is. Okay. The light's shining through the thing, and they're like, it's like a side panel, and he's like staring up at the statue, and all the tentacles are like yes. coming out of the thing. That's yeah, it, yeah. Cool. that that still is fucking amazing. That and like all the tentacles are coming out of the the, the statue. And yeah, it's and like the light and the stained glass, and like the, yeah, Bro, dude, it looked fucking epic. Yeah. This dude does lighting so well. I can't believe someone or, or people call it amateur. Like, it, I just think yeah, his, his I, art style is so freaking great. Like, I, don't know, I guess that's why he didn't make too many movies. But uh, do you think it's because like a, a a lot of modern day anime fans like don't go back and and look at the old stuff like t- to see where shit like like do you think that they look at this and be like oh it's old it's amateur or like well uh, and a lot of the other comparisons that had the word amateur in them were saying that they were like uh uh Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, that's fucking insane, that insane to me. Insane. Yeah, that is Which, insane. Yeah, I, I I wholeheartedly disagree with that because whether or not I I like this film or what it does, it is a beautifully animated film. And yeah. even if I don't like the visuals I'm seeing, like I can't deny that it looks great. Yeah, I think people now nowadays just don't have taste. <laughs> like I'm I'm rewatching Inuyasha right now. And it's just, it's so good. And to think that just random episodes were, and even uh, Cowboy Bebop, just to think like random episodes were thrown on Toonami and people just didn't know like what was going on. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, it was just a show that was like put on just randomly. Like, here, here's a random Bebop. episode. Cowboy Bebop looks way more amateurish than this does. Watch your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I like Cowboy Bebop. I'm just saying. Uh, no. <sighs> Sorry, my throat got a little dry right there. Rain is a hater. But today, um, okay. Do you guys think that this film? And I'm sorry to hijack your hosting thing, Ian. But no, just, please, no. I needed I, saving from. Rain. From what? I think it's a good episode. Um, do you guys think that this movie is specifically tailored to horror and anime fans, or is it more just tailored to anime fans, like fans of anime? Definitely anime fans. Definitely. So you don't think people that oh, aren't really I mean, in anime but are in a horror could watch this? I mean, it's that's a tough one because that's so going to be absurd. Be, yeah, sorry, that it's so good. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Pitch your thought. No, no, no you, you cut. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Like, I feel like with our audience mainly being horror fans, I'm not going to speak for everyone. Obviously, hopefully, there's people out there that like anime that listen to our episodes. Yeah. But I feel like this is going to be maybe a more niche episode because I think that this film is kind of more tailored to just anime fans, especially with like the material that's in it. Which is weird because they just don't make this stuff in anime anymore. Like it had its 
thing and then it just went away completely like obviously now it's just hentai like now this would just be moved over to hentai i i think calling this film a horror film is a disingenuous tag i think it's horror adjacent um i would consider this more action sci-fi with a slight dip in the horror because there's nothing really that i found horror about it Ian with like, Rebuttal. with like a bunch of monsters and like a the the girl open up her pussy and shooting webs out of it that's not scary that's more sci-fi to me more sci-fi okay more science fiction okay okay i think i'm gonna land with brennan on this one i think it's more horror jason hey like i get the horror elements yeah of, oh, of like course it, yeah. it's very violent obviously rape is horrific yeah. like all that stuff you know like i get it but maybe like do you think that it's just animation that makes it more horror adjacent like do you think if this was live action it would be more horror so there is a live action version of this movie it's a hong kong film uh i just watched it i think like a month ago and um that one i would say is not horror that one's just weird what are the differences that make it not horror major differences i mean obviously there's no monsters like in well, you can't film. say obviously because none of us have seen it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, mean, I just meant like they can't do the sort of monsters that they did in this animated film like they can sure. do in real life. Um, it's it, it's more it, it kind of reminds me of um, the Mario live action. The first one <laughs> with John Leguizamo. Oh. Oh, like, Leguizamo. What's his name? John, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. I can never say his name. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, how it's kind of just wacky and they do like weird Wavern. character designs and what? Wavern. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> a callback, guys. Sorry. Callback. Wavern's. Um... <laughs> sorry to throw you off track. Good. Uh, but yeah, it's totally different. It's more, I would say it's more action, more like fantasy kind of thing than this is. Um, Definitely not sexually driven like this movie as well. Um, even though it is, it is also, but um, definitely not as the extent of this film. Uh, I think that's all I have for questions and comments about this movie. Did anyone else want to mention anything? I don't understand this weird hang up or i guess i could call it a fetishism that japanese have towards black people because if you look at orgies of Ido in ian i know you wholeheartedly disagree with this they refer to the the black guy as i wanted to have sex with a wild or a savage or i i, for, I forget the word they use I think she said something like exotic yes 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 and you you disagreed with kyle and i on that being racist um but calling these other people no, People no, 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 no. The- they didn't say exotic. Hold on. It's coming back to me now. She said uh, like a disfigured person or something. Like she said something like, like something it was like a bad was- thing. Like it was yes. a bad thing. Yeah. 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 Um, but calling these people black worlders and uh, someone has a line at the end. Uh, can you really love a woman of the black world? And it's <sighs> making these, these outside people 
that are coming here just to kill us and rape us and calling them black worlders. And like, I don't know if it was meant to be racist, but based on a lot of the experiences of things that I'm now picking up on in a good bit of Japanese products that I've seen, it feels like there's this weird fetishism that they have about black people. And I don't understand it. Maybe I'm off base, but the majority of things that we've watched on this show about Japanese people have been weirdly racist. And it's been things um, just I I don't have to comment on it necessarily because I'm I don't know anything about it, obviously. Um, but I will say it's always been stuff that's been a couple decades old. So I don't True. know if I don't know that that'd be interesting to look into, honestly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's always been stuff that's been older. Ian, you look literally breath. Like you went breath pale. Take it out of your body. Like <laughs> you're in an out of body experience right now. Look <laughs> down, like watching you do the podcast. It's definitely not how I thought it was going to go. I knew you guys were going to shit on it, but um, was not expecting as heavy of material i don't think we shit on the movie at all actually as it what was going to be brought up um i didn't take it that way at all brendan but the way you say it makes me believe it and, <laughs> and I, I, I could be wrong believe it so uh, I, I i could be very off base and i could just be mis misreading world and raping and killing Mr. fantastic for a fucking reason <laughs> and you 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 can't doubt the stretchiness of Brendan. You just no, can't yeah, do it. No, it, it all. He'll bring a new stretch to every movie he watches. And you know what? It's like, like I've said before, like I can't dispute it. Like I can't, <laughs> like I can never like, I'm like, yeah, it sounds reasonable. But, but I guess um, me not thinking that way makes me not racist. Is that? No, I get what you're saying. I, can't yeah. even make, I didn't even make that correlation or, like at all or, or ignorant like or it would have never it would have never crossed my mind if yeah, Brendan had not said it but also in the same in the same way uh, yeah yeah I, dude this is a great episode <laughs> 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 this is amazing all right but who knew? I, will say that if we, I will say that if we had to know for sure we'd have to just you know obviously engage with an interview with somebody in that culture in that lifestyle and that like there'd be no way for us to know yeah because so. i like it's a such a racist stereotype to say what you just said brendan but also i know you're looking at it through what you might think japanese people might interpret it mm -hmm. so i can't even I, I don't even know how to like comment on it you know? Yeah, because yeah, because we don't live in that life. We're not racist. We're not racist. It's sorry to end the show on that. No, great. No, 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 I have more examples, but now I feel weird saying them. So I yeah, we're also approaching fifty minutes. So. That's true. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, we are now going to take a thick piss break. Please enjoy this uh, lovely clip from our or lovely advertisement from. Uh, one of the other podcasts in the Ruminations Radio Network. Did I say that right? I said that right, right? Hell yeah. You've seen Twin Peaks all the way through, but all you have are spoiler-free discussions? At Blue Rose Task Force Podcast, no information is classified and nothing beats the listening sensation when production history collides with deep theory. Put the coffee on. Hey, friends. If you're listening to this, Kyle and Ian just got up to go to go take a whiz so we're gonna have some uh 
some words of wisdom with your old pal Mr. Fantastic here. Now there's a rider strike going on, you see, and we have to stand with the riders because without the riders, we wouldn't have the film. So I, Brendan, Mr. Fantastic, and hopefully the other co-hosts on here all stand with the WGA. Pay them what they deserve and fuck AI. This has been Words of Wisdom with Brendan. Welcome back, listeners. We are now going to get into our final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Kyle first. Kyle, final thoughts and reading. Um, I'm just happy to be able to cover some anime, dude. If you haven't noticed, based on on the way I talk about some of these films, is uh, like them or hate them. I I just love like I have an opinion. All right, I like talking about anime. I am a longtime anime fan. Um. I'm just glad to be here, you know? I'm, just, I'm glad to be nominated. So, uh, no, this this film is super visually appealing. Um, I'm a huge fan of the director. Um, one of his other pieces of work or one of my favorite animes of all time, if not my favorite anime of all time. Um, I just... I didn't like the story and the plot, and I can't really say anything much different than I already did in my intro, so... Uh, I'm going to stick with that, but I'm going to give this movie a uh, three stars and I'm actually going to give it a heart. Wow. Brendan, hit us uh, with that rating and review. Final thoughts. Uh, I would not recommend it. Uh, what's the opposite of recommend? I would disrecommend it. Um, I would tell my mortal enemy to watch this movie. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Visually, it was it was pretty cool. Um, I would check out some of his other stuff. I think. I think you'll uh, like his other stuff more. I wanna. I do want to see Bloodlust. You guys have hyped that up quite a bit. Not um, trying to. Not trying no, no, to. no, no, no. I no. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean. I mean, you guys both like it. No, um, it's it's the most hyped film like of his <laughs> filmography. Honestly, uh, I I've I've been going back and forth for for two numbers on this one. Um, I think I'm comfortable sticking at a, I think because visually I have to give it an extra half point, uh, I'm going to say 2.5. Yeah. I was juggling between 2.5 and three, but I, I, I don't know if I could have given this movie an F cause I don't think it's an F. I think there's a lot going for it. I just think the story and the plot is just so abysmal that it's not passing. It's. <laughs> There is just a lot going for it. Yeah. Sorry to hijack your your outro. Um, 9-11. I fully take this film for face value. And it is one of the most visually pleasing and badass things to see. Um, and I really like the monsters and the animation. And Kawajiri is the most... Uh, unspoken about director uh, anime director um i don't really have too much uh to talk about this movie I mean, it's 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 uh, it is what it is you know it's it's it was came at a weird time it left at a weird time you know um i'm gonna give it a four stars which brings and a heart which brings the average to a 3.5 with a heart for wicked city that's high. 1987. That's that's a little higher than I think it deserves, but 
it's it's about average on letterbox i think letterbox has it at a uh, two or three three point two yeah yeah which speaking about letterbox um brings us into our next and final segment it's not a three point five what is it it's a six point three 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 six point three 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 it's three point one six six three point one six six I gave it a 2.5. Kyle gave it a 3. You gave it a 4. Divided by 3. 3.16. Yeah, that put it at a 3. All right. It gets a 3 stars you, and a heart. Are you doing it out of 10? Yeah, it was. Mm, yeah, he does this thing with his <laughs> fucking letterbox score, too. We all give a star rating, which is what you're supposed to do. And he's like, 8.2. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> It is now time for America's favorite game show, What's in the Box? A game show where your host is going to list out a summary of a film, which will be on the Letterbox app. Letterbox is a website or app where film lovers, film critics, film fans, whatever you want, amateurs, rate movies, review them, give hearts, don't give hearts, shit on them for the rape. Um, and we are going to guess that rating uh i'm gonna mix it up a little this uh episode so you will get one rating or you will get one point if you are 0.3 percent away from the actual average on letterbox wait say it again you it's we're we're doing the same thing okay same amount of point uh you will get uh, a chance to guess the decade if you get the decade right you get another chance to get the exact year and for a bonus point, I have rated all these films that we are covering. So you can guess, if you guess my rating, can you get an extra point. Within point three of your rating? Um, nah, we should do on the dot. On the dot? You should do for, on it's the for dot, a bonus point. Yeah. For a, it's for a bonus um, point. Will, will, will you tell us what the title is before we guess your rating? Um, I can do that. Okay. Wait, tell us what? Tell us what the title of the movie is. Oh. I'll tell you what the title is, and then you can cool. decide for from there. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. All right, contestants, are you ready? See whatever. whatever. Great episode. <laughs> Dying to show you a good time. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast finds themselves fighting for their lives. Can I get the first? Uh, I, I think that's again? around a three point seven. I want it to be more. Can I get the first sentence again? First um, sentence, like the it's it is just one sentence. Uh, can you I get want the, the like, over again? opening? Can I get the sentence over again? Dying to show you a good time in nineteen seventy. Were you not listening? You're not fucking paying attention. Fuck <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> in nineteen seventy nine, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Fighting for their lives. Three point. Sorry, when you get to my age, your mind kind of just starts rambling and kind of going off on uh, you know little things off its own. I'm gonna go three point one. So we have a 3.1 from Kyle and a 3.7 from... Brent. Yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty favorable. I think it's better than the second one, review-wise. Brendan gets the point. This is sitting at 
3.6. I don't know what it is. You almost you almost had it, Brendan. Brendan, uh, Brendan knows what it is. Guess Kyle, I'm just itching my chin. <laughs> oh, why did they think about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2022. That's pretty funny, actually. Uh, 2020. You guys both get the extra point. Guessing the year. I was going to say 2021, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Good. You're going with 2022, Kyle? 2022, yeah. And that is correct. This is the 2022 film by directed by Ty West X. Cool. Guess my rating. This is a tough one. I can't remember what you th- thought of it. Uh, I feel like the word mid might have come out of your mm, mouth when you were describing definitely, it. Definitely, definitely. It's not edgy enough for you. No rape either. Um, yeah, not enough for you. I. It's either. Uh, it's man, either. I think. Gonna think I'm the worst <laughs> fucking person in the world. Well, <laughs> which I am, but yeah, um, you are. I don't condone rape. I don't condone it. It's we either against the heart, right? It's just no, just the rating. No. Yeah, yeah, just ready. Okay. It's either a 2.5 or a 3. Mm, no, 2.5 too low. I think you're right on the money with 3, honestly. So you guys are both gonna going s- with 3 or? I'm going to say 3.5. Kyle's going 3.5. No heart. I'm going to I'm going to stick with the 3. Brandon's I think you're stick with the 3. I, I think you're on it. I just can't see it being Yeah, you know what? I think you are on it, but I'm still going to guess 3.5 just to be different. Brendan gets the extra point. I did give it a three with no heart. Um, Kyle, if I if I had said the no heart thing, you would have you would have gotten it. Um, moving on to the next round, we are already we already have a, a high ass point total right now. <laughs> Kyle sitting at two, Brendan sitting at four, and moving oh, yeah. on to the next round. Uh, I can't do this opening line, but I can do the 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 other. Um, a family finds themselves terrorized by their eight-year-old son's imaginary friend. I know what you rated this. Um, I I didn't even know what I rated this. So. Uh, this sits at a two point eight. That's a good guess. It's a good guess. It's not two point five or lower. I know that for sure. Two point eight is a great guess, actually. That's like an amazing guess. I'm gonna go. I think you're thinking of a different film than I'm thinking. No, of. I think I think we're thinking of this. I mean, I think I'm thinking of the same one. I haven't seen the movie, the one that I'm okay. thinking of, okay. but I own it. If I'm thinking of the right one, I'm gonna go two point seven. So two point seven and Brennan, what was yours? Two point uh, eight. Let me do that. You guys both get that one right. This is sitting at a two point six. Mm, okay. Guess the okay. decade. Now this falls on either the, the tail. It's either the tail end uh, of the two thousands. Oh, I think it's the tail end of the two thousands. No. Is that too early? No. I'm trying to think of when the movie you, came out. If I'm thinking, you about and it. I are thinking about two different films. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to regret this, but I'm going 2010. I'm, I'm going 2010. I'm 90 percent sure I'm going to regret this. I'm going 2010s. So you guys are both going 2010s. Yeah. Just let me add the points here because you guys are both correct. Guess the year. How could I be guessing about the right movie and Brendan not? That's weird. Um, it is weird. Uh, yeah, right? 2018. I think it's too late. 17. 17. Good year. Great year. 2017. 2017, 2018. 
You guys are both incorrect. It's 2019. Uh, this is sitting at... Oh, sorry. This is the 2019 film Fuck, Z. I knew it. I knew it. Z? Stephen McCaddy. It's called Z. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was I was thinking the wrong <laughs> Stephen McCaddy, yeah, man. Sure. <laughs> Uh, what I'm, not gonna, you I'm not gonna tell you what i was thinking of i'm not gonna tell you what i was thinking of the brood <laughs> so we have x and z um i'm on? gonna oh are we not guessing your oh yeah sorry what was my um for the extra point uh 3.5 with a heart i don't even know the movie with a heart. so with a heart. i'm gonna go i would give this movie a heart i did not though i should have i think i'm going to give it a heart four Actually, you might be right. By Ian's extremely over-exaggerated swallow, I'm going to say that I'm not right. <laughs> I didn't swallow. <laughs> I was just switching Four. tabs. Did you see my Adam's album move? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we got four from Kyle and a 3.5 from Brennan? Yeah, I think I'm wrong. Yeah. Because they're both incorrect. I gave it a three with no Ooh. heart. Oh, okay. Because I remember you were kind, the, you were kind of lukewarm when you recommended it to me. Yeah, yeah, it was. Moving on to the final round, points are currently Kyle four, Brennan six. This might be the highest scoring game so far. Innocence can be a dangerous thing to lose. An orphan girl taught <laughs> taught magic by her sick grandma must find work in SETI, Bangkok, where she encounters a number of unsavory characters. She uses the magic. She uses the magical skills her grandmother taught her to advance and to increasingly horrific consequences. Can you answer? Is this anime or live action? Or do you can't not want answer. to answer? Okay. I can't answer. Three point seven. Three point five. I was going to say four. I was going to say four, but I feel like if it was a four, Kyle would have known what it was. You guys are both incorrect. This is sitting at a 2.4. Oh, guess, wow. Guess the decade. 2000s. See, if it's anime, I want to say 90s. I'm going to say 90s. Kyle takes this round. It is sitting at, or it is 2005. And this is the 2005 film P. <laughs> oh, Kyle, Kyle doesn't get to guess the year. Fuck. All right, Kyle. Guess I don't know how I'm going to make up for that one. <laughs> don't know how I'm going to make up for I'll that one. I'll take the L, I guess. <laughs> um, the score is five, Kyle, six, Brendan. You guys can both guess the extra points. Go. Now, Kyle, it has a 2.8. 2.4. 2. 2.4. And you said it is anime. It is not anime. It is, oh, it is not. Oh. See, that would have given me my answer. And this is a um, Taiwanese film. Or not Taiwanese, Thailand. Four stars. 3.5. Four stars for a 2.4? Three. Three, 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 three. Three stars. I mean, and you gave Wicked City a four and a half originally. So it's not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> that's still like an average of, of a passing grade. All right, go ahead. You guys are both incorrect. I gave this a one star with no heart. Damn. <sighs> it could have gone either way. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to either way. Yeah, I just want to throw that that loop in there. Um, so Brennan takes this one. It was a close game. Kyle five, Brennan six. 
That leaves the year to date at Kyle 4, Brendan 4, Ian 5. Brendan is on his way back to take his rightful place as champion of what's in the box. I can't wait for the turn. I refuse to host the next four episodes just yes. so that I can get <laughs> Ian's Ian sweating. Ian sweating, that's for sure. Visually sweating. Um, but if you like what we're doing here, and if you thought this this episode had, you know, it, it was fun in some way or educational, um, or if you got upset or mad or happy or glad or laughed, or if you felt some kind of emotion, you should definitely follow us on Twitter at of Red Rum. That's OF Red Rum. Our uh, iTunes, our Spotify, we are on literally every, literally, I'm not even joking. We are on every single place you can find a podcast. Kyle, can you vouch for that? It's 100% true. 100% true. Um, give us a rating. Give us a like, give us a comment, join our Discord. It's in the link of our Twitter. We love you. I love you, even though you don't love me. Story of my life. Um, shout out to my mom. Uh, I've been your host, Ian with two E's, the Phantom Menace, Ghost of Ian. Michael, stay frosty. Joining me, Kyle with a K. Stay spooky, folks. And Brendan. Uh, I, I stand with the WGA and hope they get the money they deserve and hail Ratma and fuck space. Sucks because they're never going to get a words of wisdom from Ian because I always go take a pee. I have, I have the smallest bladder known to man. Kyle, Kyle, you missed it. Um, I, I just gave myself a new bit when you guys get up to go pee on the break. I'm going to do Brendan's words of wisdom. It's so funny you say that because I did that on the last ABC's Death Part 2 episode. You guys would just have to wait till the break in order to hear what I got to say. Because <laughs> no, you guys got to. Because you, oh, oh, did you, did you yeah. hear about the Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. Oh, okay. The ghost I've, of I haven't gotten a chance to yeah, listen it's an to old, it yet. It's an old, old reference to when Mitch and I used to uh, podcast at his old house. And he had this huge poster of Marilyn Monroe on the wall. And we'd all just get drunk and do podcasts. And every time they'd leave the room, I'd go on this huge, long rant about how the room is haunted by Marilyn Monroe. And I would always leave, like, little Easter eggs inside. And they would, like, literally be like, dude, what the fuck were you talking about? I'd be like, don't worry about it. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it didn't, yeah, you had to be there. You yeah, you had, had to be there. Is it? Thanks for more. Where'd they go? They died in a plane crash. But they were they were in the same plane that Leonard Skinner was in when they died. Hold on, Faith No More. What's the song you guys have stuck in your head? It's Epic. Uh, called Epic by Faith No More. I'm sure it's called that song. It's called Epic by Faith like, No More. Like the game studios. We're gonna see it. Hold on. Because a little something like this. Just that. Oh, I thought we were gonna do it. I was oh, like, okay, okay, we can we can harmonize. That's hard. I'll I'll go low. You go. You, uh, you go okay. a little higher. Okay. Oh yeah, this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know the song.